love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 9 of Banter Buddies. The show where Brian and Neil hang out with you and make all your dreams come true. Brian, hello, hello. How are you? Neil, I'm ready to banter. Oh, yeah. I love bantering with you. And, uh, you know, sometimes we talk, right? Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we have a small business together called Cuckoo Kangaroo. But, you Heard know, it's it. not often that we banter, right? We're usually talking biz. We're usually talking deals, talking strategy, talking music, videos, all that good stuff. But... Banter Buddies is different. You know, we get into some very, very different things. I, I, I love it. It gives us a space. It says, hey, we have this little nugget of time. We're just going to go off the rails. Yeah, because... We're not, we're not talking about, hey, maybe this video should be one second shorter. Let's mm. talk about it for 15 minutes. Yeah, let's, you guys wanna... let's talk about mythical creatures. Oh, yeah. We, that's way more fun than uh, snipping uh, half a second off a, off a video edit clip, right? Like, uh, Mythical Creatures is way more interesting, I, I feel like. True, 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 true. true but true, yeah, true. That's, what we're, that's, that's the topic of today's show, which uh, we'll get into here shortly. And, Wait, Neil, uh, how, how rude of me. How are you doing? Oh, oh, I am fantastic. It is, um, it is beautiful here in Minnesota these days. Going on some long walks with the dog. Really, uh, you know, she's sniffing every every tree, every uh, every bush out there because the smells are just fresh right now. Okay, from the melted snow or just from the increased traffic of uh, dog walkers out there. So, you know, it takes a little bit longer, but it's all good because it's so nice. So, because it's nice out. Yeah, Woo. we're enjoying that. So, um, yeah, that's what that's what's happening right now and, and speaking of being outdoors and going on kind of like walks and being outside brent you bought a bike i got a bike can you I got tell a bike. us can you tell us about I, your bike i got a bike uh i got it at a place called i'm trying to think no it's johnny rock Ooh. in hopkins minnesota johnny rock they were great i got a helmet i got a bike pump but i got something so weird when i got my bike neil i, oh. I haven't gotten a bike this is my first bike i've gotten since I got a bike when I was like 15. I got a mountain bike. It was a Schwinn. It's still in my garage. It doesn't work. Classic. So this is my first adult bike. I bought it 20 years later. I'm going to be 35 this week, Neil. Wow. And what kind of features does this bike have? Like, what well, are we talking here? What? Why did you pick, pick this bike out of the sea of bikes out there? It has a seat mm. and it has brakes. And to be honest, it's, I just was like... Uh, they were like, oh, you're really tall. You can have these two bikes. And one was like $3,000 and one was like <laughs> one was like $400. And I yeah. said, I'll take the blue one. It's $400. Okay, cool. So, so it's, uh, it's, uh, has some has some seat extension potential there so you can get your long legs to be yeah. uh, pedaling at the right height. That's important, it feels like. And um, uh, it's... Uh, they wanted they're all cool bikers there right it's like a right. biker bike i i'd wanted to buy it local you know i was talking to maddie i was talking to gabe i was like i'm going to get a bike and they were like you got to buy a local don't buy it don't buy it from some chain don't buy mm-hmm. it off the internet whatever i was like okay all right i'll go I'll, I'll put my money somewhere and um um you know i haven't bought a bike in 20 years but they're all biker bikers there, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like they bike yep. all the time. And I'm going to be, like, following a three-year-old on the sidewalk. I'm like, I don't need anything fancy. 
and they talked me out of getting a kickstand. They're like, you won't, you don't need to, don't get a kickstand. These bikes don't get a kickstand. And I went back again and said, please put a kickstand on because <laughs> I need a kickstand. I'm stopping all the time to like play in the mud and stuff like that. Yeah, it seems I, important to have a kickstand, but I guess like everyone else was just like, you get like you're saying they're like pro bikers or that's how they get around town they just like know how to tie it up or or lock it to stuff or lock it to a you know a post or or a sign or something like that or i guess they can just throw it like lay it down and that's... or they just like don't yeah yeah i guess uh, but yeah kickstand does I did seem important ask to, for, to put a bell on it and they <laughs> refused they sell them but they refuse to put it on my bike yeah, you're going to have to – I imagine you can just easily do that yourself. They're just too cool for that. They're like, nah, no bells here. Johnny Rock, they did. They were They were very lovely. I feel like I expected bike people to be like a, you know, a snooty record store person or like a snooty like coffee shop barista, you know, something that's like, ugh. Right. You don't know what a cortado is, you know? But they weren't. They're were like, all right, dude, whatever you want. I'll That's good. Out. That makes a good bike shop. I mean, you gotta I be was, able you gotta yeah, be able to really serve nice. really serve nice. the, the enthusiastic, you know, really into it like bike nerds, but then you also have to be able to serve the neighborhood dads, right? So that's good that they, you know, didn't look down upon you for uh, you know, wanting a kickstand and a bell on, on, on your ride. Yeah. They wouldn't give me the bell, but they didn't they didn't hate it. they still put the kickstand on oh and they had my helmet size you know how oh no way wow they served the the big the big heads of the world big 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 heads yeah neil you got to get a bike come on you and josie i've been talking about it for the past couple weeks i could train her come on you can train her to run with you yeah that'd be fun i live i do live on a bike boulevard which means i'm not sure exactly what it means but it means there's bike bike uh bicyclists uh rolling up and down my street all the time i think it has something to do with like the stop signs there's like no stop signs going that way so bikers can you can you bike down the street on, you have both lanes bikers and they have those they have those really cool like white like permanent cones that kind of yep carve out the entryway so people can't take a really tight left turn and like go into the bike lane yeah i think it just means like yeah essentially it's a safer street to just go straight forward on you don't have to worry so much about getting hit you know by cars and stuff so yeah so i guess i could join in on that someday maybe someday you know i mean i became a runner and now i'm like a rower and so maybe bike is the next thing for me so who knows who knows and you got those yak tracks for walking in the that's beautiful, people. That was maybe going to be a recommendation on the podcast eventually, but yeah, yak tracks—they're like um, like clip-on uh, devices for your feet, for your shoes, for like your boots, so that uh, you can walk on ice and not slip and stuff. So yeah, yak tracks. Check they're those gnarly. out. They're great. They're so good. Um, but yeah, okay, good. Well, I'm glad you got the, glad you got the bike, Brian. We're chilling. We're hanging out. It's a uh, it's good times here. Getting warmer in Minnesota. We like that. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get to our topic here. What do you say? Let's, uh, let's dive into it. We have, uh, we have some, some mythical creatures to talk about. Okay. So let's, let's talk about the prompt. The question of the week was what is your favorite mythical creature and why? Oh yeah. You can't A lot of times I feel like I, we always forget to talk about like what the prompt is. Right. And I do want to like, for you and I, with our riffing, I want to set one guideline. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of like this isn't real or this. I looked up online like 
they were like, hey, mythical creatures can't be anything from like modern pop culture or movies or any of that kind of thing. Like even if it's rooted like way deep, it can only yeah, be well, these certain things. And that's we're, cute and that's fine, but I don't feel like that helps the fun. I don't feel like that helps the joy of this pod right now. We are expanding the definition of mythical creature for the purposes yeah. of this podcast. Because, yeah, on the Wikipedia it says, A legendary and mythological creature, also called a fabulous creature and fabulous beast, is a supernatural animal, generally a hybrid, sometimes part human, whose existence has not or cannot be proved and is described in folklore, but also in historical accounts before history became a science. So, yes, so technically it's this really old sort of... Uh, you know, half man, half beast like type of thing. That's technically what it is, but we are expanding it to go beyond that and bring in the dragons and the unicorns and the, you know, uh, more more modern things into here and potentially even some, uh, you know, some, some uh, you know, intellectual property, some, uh, you know, maybe some, some uh, IP. Yeah, some things that exist in uh, in some movie trilogies and stuff like that that you just really like. So, yes, it is it is very we're taking a we're casting a wide net here. We just want some cool different kind of beasts whether they exist or not or whatever. So that's what we're doing uh, for the show today. And before we get into the calls, let's talk about our favorites, Brian. What do you think about when you think about uh, mythical creatures? Do you have a favorite? And, uh, and and which one would that be? What are you going with? Well, this this is the podcast that I did the most re- research for. Wow. I, did, I probably thought about it for 10 minutes. That's a lot. Normally, it's about two minutes beforehand. I go like, oh, man, I need a recommendation. All right. Let's look at what's in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. But this yeah. one, I checked it out, and there is a lot of that, uh, what you call it, a hybrid. So, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. human mixed with, like, like yes. an anamorph, but not really. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What came to mind for me, okay, I first started, I made a list, okay? I said Nessie, okay, from up in Loch Ness. Oh, yeah. I went Puff. From Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Getting specific with it. Not just any dragon. Um, I uh, And then I went to, I said Stitch. And then I said, no, it can't be Stitch. Stitch is an alien. Mm. Yeah. Even yeah. though, I don't know, it just like seems that way. And then I went into some real IP, regardless of, there should be way more Puff IP. Yeah. I know you're probably going to say figment or something. Yeah, yeah, but, again, with the blurry blurry lines here, it could be. But Groot, Groot just tickles everything. <laughs> like, Baby Groot is, there's a reason why Baby Groot popped off so hot. It's just right there. Yeah, so adorable. And Big Groot is just so, you know, so mellow, but also, you know, just relatable in sort of his, you know, he's just sort of over stuff, you know. He's just kind of like... He reminds me of a Pokemon in that way, where he can just like only say his name and that's it. Oh my gosh! I didn't even just go into Pokemon. That was such a huge part of my <laughs> childhood. Yeah, I'm pocket gonna, monsters. I'm gonna pick though. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna set something in the in the water here. I'm gonna say Nessie. I'm gonna say Nessie for mainly the reason, and it 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 is it's a tie between you and I. We when we studied abroad in the UK and we lived in London and we took a trip up where did and then we went on the mcbackpackers tour what was that uh where did that go out of edinburgh or did that Ed- go out edinburgh, of yep. glasgow yep edinburgh that's where our first that's where we started and uh, they took us all over the northern part of the country just all around in, in, i mean in, scotland in, in is magical neil yes. scott you and i both know this scotland is 
there's magic there. Absolutely. It's beautiful. There's so many different kinds of landscape and just just something special about that place. It's uh it's it's very cool to be there. So if you're ever, you know, into uh you know, into Europe, make sure you make sure you go over and take some time into Scotland. We both highly recommend it. Okay, now Definitely. this is where my memories get messed up, but Party Marty was our driver. That's right. And we were with all of our university colleagues on mm-hmm. this little like adventure thing. They pulled over to a lake and said, Who wants to swim? Was that Loch Ness? I believe it was. It was the okay, Loch okay. Ness, yeah. So we stripped in front of everybody, jumped in. It was freezing. We didn't have a towel. But anyways, I think about Nessie. A we lot. did it anyway. Yeah, it was it was cold, but we had to do it because hey, we were there. We were going to, you know, go to the Loch Ness and then say that we swam in the Loch Ness because Loch means lake um in uh in 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 scotland so that's kind of why they call it that and uh so yeah it's the it's the like nest lake is what we would call it here um you know if that existed here so it's the loch ness and brian we're on the same page because that was the first thing i wrote down as well Neil loch ness is For my real? favorite yeah, that trip was magical we swam in there together uh maybe i can dig up a photo and post it uh, when we post this podcast um, and then also we made a Nessie tee, also a T-shirt, a Cougar Kangaroo oh. T-shirt that was yellow and black. Maybe some of you listeners have it um, a few years ago. And that was also inspired by our trip and just like it's just a cool kind of creature. I mean, it, to me, Nessie is super interesting. And again, we're not going to, you know, legislate the whole real versus fake thing too many times here. But, you know, the fact that it's it's like Bigfoot in that way. I love the ones that have like a real lore to this day. You know, to them, and uh, that's the case with Nessie. You know, everyone thinks you know everyone's arguing: is is she down there? Is she real? You know, we have this picture and all this stuff. So I love the lore of Nessie as well as being potentially out there, and there's just one of them, and what actually is it, and all this stuff. So it's like a dragon, but aquatic. You know, so it is very, it is very fun, and uh, I love Scotland, and so I love, I love the Loch Ness monster. Neil, we chose well. the same thing. We did, we did, that's we so did. cool. Um, some other things I was thinking of is I took a myths and legends class in high school, which was like a, Whoa. it was kind of like a reading class or sort of like a literature class where, um, I don't remember too much about the class, but it was really fun to just like each week we kind of read a new text and like go through all, you know, sort of what makes these kinds of stories the way they are and stuff like that. So I did kind of learn a little bit about this in that class as well. It was also kind of like a easy senior year of high school pick an elective like type of thing so it it was more of a chill class but there's that and then the other thing i think about which again takes us out of the uh, traditional uh, mythical creatures is the show the x-files which um almost that's scary you're gonna talk about it's scary even though i don't like scary stuff i watched x-files because it was more like gross and more like um suspenseful there weren't really any like jump scares but it, it was a pretty scary show for someone who doesn't like scary stuff but yeah i was like in middle school watching that show and there was just like it's kind of like a monster of the week like kind of show really where like each most episodes were about this these supernatural type creatures that would be out there it wasn't all like aliens all the time like a lot of them were like you know earthly sort of beings that were sort of unexplained or sort of strange so i think about that too as like sort of the same thing where they were just really inventive with like all the different ways they could come up with these creatures and uh you know use a tv show budget to sort of like not really show them to you so it's kind of all about your imagination and you know what's behind that door and all that that's stuff that's probably so, what made the show 
their yeah. lack of. Yeah, totally. So X-Files is another like big part of it. And then Star Wars. We're both big Star Wars fans. And for me, it's not even about like a specific character or whatever, but I just love the universe of Star Wars and sort of like just seeing a shot of like a cantina or whatever and seeing like different, you know, alien races and different creatures like sitting at a bar together, like chatting or, you know, they just pan by and you see like this little like monkey creature or you see like a little rat or something, you know, and it's just like fun. I just love all the crazy like alien uh, you know, small creatures or droids or stuff like that, where it's just like it's all sci-fi, it's all fantastical. Someone, this just came from someone's brain, you know, um, and and so I kind of like that stuff too. So that's more on the outside, right? The the outer ring of the mythical creature world. But uh, I, I love the the aliens and creatures of Star Wars as well. The creatures, yeah. I'm a unicorn boy. I know this is Harry Potterness, but I yeah. feel like that would be my Patronus, a unicorn. Unicorn, yeah, we have unicorn song. Do we have any other songs that could um, kind of be close to the mythical creature realm? I think the unicorn is obviously the main one, but unicorn f- is the that's the one. Is, we have some animal is, songs, but they're very they're very real. They're very concrete and they're very uh, kind of typical animals like cats. Ones and dogs, that you right? can see in Minnesota. Yeah, so maybe we'll have to get on that. Maybe we'll do a whole album. Maybe this uh, podcast will inspire us for a new concept album, Brian. Maybe, I hope maybe. so. I hope we're gonna. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so too. Let's get to the calls, Neil. Let's get to the calls. We got a, we got a bunch of your calls. We're gonna we're gonna listen to them with you together. Here comes our first caller. Hey guys, it's BJ, longtime friend, second time caller. The mythical creature that I like has to be the kraken. For those that don't know, the kraken is this massive sea creature that has large tentacles. It's the same one that Jack Sparrow fought that took down the Black Pearl during the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie. The Kraken was also in the Clash of the Titan movies, and there was two different versions. There was an 80s version, and there was one that came out in 2010 that has Liam Neeson and Sam Worthington in it. Now, what I don't understand is that the Kraken typically resembles a giant squid or an octopus, but yet in the Clash of the Titan movies, he looks more like Godzilla, especially the 80s version where he looks like a cross between Godzilla and the Little Mermaid. I don't know what that was about, but I, mean, I guess that's the 80s for you. But anyways, the reason why I like the Kraken is because I just like saying the quote you hear in all the movies. Release the Kraken! It just feels so empowering, especially if he's on your side. Otherwise, then you do have a new reason to be scared. You should try it too, you know. But if you do it, you have to say it in the pirate voice. Otherwise, it's just not as effective. Release the Kraken! All right, that's it. See you later. Bye. Yes. Oh, right. BJ, right. no, BJ. BJ. That's that's how we're kicking it off. All right, let's let's each give our shots. I'll go first. Release the Kraken. All right, let me try. Let me try. Release the Kraken. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Wait, so okay, so what I've always understood it. is that they somebody says release the Kraken and the Kraken comes. Yeah, or, I think it's like the Kraken listen, you know, has certain allegiances. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think someone has to kind of be the keeper of the Kraken or something like that, but yeah, I don't really know much about them, right? This is why we're doing the show, right? We got to learn more about, uh, some of the best and, uh, most, uh, interesting, uh, creatures out there. And, uh, the Kraken is, uh, is definitely one of them. The Kraken. BJ, BJ, call him back in. That does, what a great reason to like something is because of like the catchphrase that is in all the movies. That's so cool. Yeah. It's in like multiple different ips of the things they say the same thing that's awesome yeah it looks here like kraken is a uh is like a scandinavian type of thing comes from scandinavian folklore 
And uh, it's kind of supposed to dwell off the coast of Norway and Greenland and terrorize the sailors. So be careful if you're on a ship out there, you guys. You might uh, come face-to-face with an enormous squid octopus creature called the Kraken. Ooh. Yeah, that's uh, that's one you don't want to see, right? Who knows? You know, Nessie, you know, lives in the water, and I don't think Nessie's really known to be eating people or anything like that. It's kind of scary looking. Nessie's nice. Nessie's probably nice, you know, on our T-shirt. Nessie's smiling, um, but this kraken definitely seems like it's out there to wreck some ships and eat some people. So, be careful if you see a kraken, everybody. <laughs> wreck some ships and eat some people. Yeah, yeah. It was so nice to hear from BJ. I'm happy he called. That's the best. And he, BJ has proven that even if you've called before and made it on the show, you can just, just call us again and make it on back. You know, it's all good. We, we, we'll we take everybody. There's no limit to how many times you can be on the show. Uh, or maybe there is. We'll find out once we get to like 10 or 20 calls. We'll see. Wendy's going to hit the limit. She's going to. She's biding her time. <laughs> all right. BJ, thanks for calling again. All right. Next caller. Hi, Cookie Kangaroo. My name is Faye from White Bear Lake. My favorite mythical creature is a griffin because he's my favorite two animals, a lion and an eagle. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Faith knows that that's what we need from the end of our call, especially from kids, is a big elongated bye. Bye. <laughs> Do you think they're saying bye while their parents are taking away the phone? Yeah, like the bye could be longer, but their parents are like, no, nah, that's it. That's a wrap. Bye. Faith. Okay. I I was going to put Nessie just trumped everything. And then I started thinking about Puff the Magic Dragon. But Griffin is in there and not from all the Harry Potter, not from like the deep dark lore, but because a Griffin is in the claymation Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Don't you remember the Griffin is like the king of the misfit toys? Wow. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That is a that is an interesting one there, yeah. Griffin's the, Griffin. I mean, you know, Faith has it. Faith nailed it because that's that's convenient that her two favorite animals have also combined to make an entirely different kind of animal. Um, but man, Griffins just look super cool. And uh, any any way you kind of you just Google Griffin, just the, all the images that come up are just so striking and so like heroic and just like awesome looking. So. I mean, this this creature for sure, you know, wins the award for I don't know most uh, most epic looking. I would say, right? Ep- epic, yeah, epic is right. Now I looked up this thing from Rudolph Redo's reindeer. It's King Moon Racer, and it has oh, a golden okay. crown. I mean, that makes the Griffin even that takes it to a new level. Yeah, I'm seeing him now. Very, yeah, he's got uh, yes, got the crown on. Hey, he's the king, right? So that makes sense. You get to get to have that. Uh, you get to have that crown when you're king, even if you are a winged, winged the lion creature. So yeah, that is cool. Uh, you know, I feel like this is one of the top ones for mythical creatures, right? The griffin. Um, that's it's one of the classics. You know, I wonder. I feel like the other one is uh, is the centaur. We'll see if anybody talks about the centaur here um, in our calls. But uh, yeah, I like a griffin a lot. I feel like a griffin would be a really good like uh, mascot for like a team, right? Like we we love mascots, school mascots. Yeah, why aren't like there any griffins? Not enough people are doing the griffin, right? Or really any mythical creature, right? They're just like sticking to like they're the, the lion eagles. or they're the, they're the eagles or they're the lions. They don't want to put those things together and be the only team in the state or in like the region who who is like a, a griffin or a minotaur or something. So that'd be I think, rad. I think more people should do that. Okay, here's is this the first podcast where we asked a question about what's your favorite and why? And the best part of these past two calls is like the why. 
Hey, right. I like this because I have two favorite animals and this combines them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's perfect. Perfect for Faith. So, Faith, I'm glad your two favorite animals uh, are also, uh, you know, put together to have uh, one totally uh, totally rad, huge creature. Um, I hope someday you find one in the wild and you tame it to be your pet and you can ride it all around. That would be cool. Okay, before we go to the next call, I remembered, Neil, I had a Lego Griffin. Cool. It like came in, you know, like when you buy, like, hey, go to garage sale and you see just like a big grab bag and you just get it. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what it came with, but I got it. It's awesome. It's so cool. So you had to build it it. to be the whole thing or it was like an already made like minifig character of a Griffin? It's a thing. You know how like they have the horses that you can put the person in? Yeah. It was like double that size. Got it. it Got it. But somebody could ride it. Maybe there's a whole set of mythical creatures of Legos we don't know about. We have to investigate. I gotta find it. It's at my parents' <laughs> house. I'm gonna go digging. Yeah, just for this. Just go track it down. All right, you you got any more, or should we should we keep it rolling? Let's go to the next one. Hey guys, it's Travis from Riverside, California again. Uh, you know, I'll think about this. a lot of people. They might be envious of people that live, in Cal- that live in California. You know, I had Disneyland right by. I had a pass for you know 20 years when it was open, of course. But I'm actually jealous of where you guys are from, Minnesota, because Minnesota, as we all know, is home of one of the uh, greatest kids sports movies of all time, The Mighty Ducks, and also home of one of the most underrated kids sports movies of all time, Little Big League. So feeling pretty jellies about that. Uh, favorite mythological creature? I took it two ways. I went scariest and favorite. Scariest for me would be Mogrim, half wolf, half man from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Scary in the book, super scary in the 80s BBC live-action version, not so much in the Trash Can Fire 2006 movie version. And then favorite, of course, to me, no-brainer, Falcor from The NeverEnding Story. I mean, a wonderful flying dog dragon with a heart of gold. What's better than that? Also, real quick, I know it's off-topic, but wanted to pick your brain. I'm also a huge SNL fan. been watching every episode since 95. Who is your most... Uh, underrated cast member, past and present. For me, from the past, it's got to be Chris Parnell. And also from the present, funniest guy on there right now, not on there enough, Kyle Mooney. Thanks so much, guys. Love the podcast. Friday, me and my son are probably going to go grab a double scoop after work. Have a great day. Bye. Whoa, Travis. So much to unpack there. Travis packed it all into this 90 second call pretty good right he got a lot in there for 90 seconds How did that, he that do could this? have been it, that could have been a three minute call it that would have I, that would have been 25 minutes for me to yeah. do that first yeah. of all he dangles a little fruit out in front of you neil saying hey guess what i've been able to go to design forever right he, <laughs> 20 years he, of a pass holder oh my gosh he comes right in my heart talks about how great the mighty ducks are oh. then puffs up an odd but still great movie little big league filmed by the a kid becomes the manager of the minnesota twins it's amazing. filmed in the metrodome it's just amazing it's, a, it's great uh it, talking about snl at the end then the middle filled up with uh travis who's this guy who's this guy there's a lot here i mean this, it's almost like travis knows what we're into and uh what types of things we like because yeah I mean, mighty ducks is, is one of your faves of all time i love it as well and yeah we love that it's a minnesota connection we're always talking about it and um i mean yeah snl um i wonder who's underrated that's a good question 
underrated in the past and Wait, currently. Wait, think about that for a second. Let's let's dive into the let's do mythical creature and then we'll unpack the other questions. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yes, the mog the Mogrin, right? Is that what we're talking about? It's the yeah, the Mogrin from uh from the Narnia. It's like a wolf, right? The it's chronic uh, what kills of Narnia. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of SNL. Wait, Narnia is in the in the wizard in the wardrobe, right? I'm not totally familiar with that franchise. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how it all works. I'm not. I'm not really there either. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's called. We don't like scary stuff, Neil. We don't like it. This is um, you spell this one M A U G R I M Mao Grim, ah. um, fictional character. Let's see, he is the captain of the White Witch's secret police. Oh my goodness! But yeah, lots looking of, lots re- of. Lots of trigger words there. Very wolf. Very, uh, yes, pretty much a wolf must be like a very large wolf. Um, yeah. Wolves are already is, huge. This thing is We intense. got a bunch of wolf books from the library. My son's like so into wolves. Yeah. Yeah, you got, I mean, hey, it's. Okay, so we got the scary one there, but favorite. First of all, he watched the 80s BBC live action version. That's. <laughs> That's some craft there. Yeah. And and Falcor, did you watch The NeverEnding Story growing up? Yeah, but it's been forever. I definitely knew the name Falcor, but I couldn't really tell you the plot of the movie, right? No, I, I couldn't either. But since season three of uh, Stranger Things, when at the end they sing the NeverEnding Story song over the radio, oh. like they <laughs> harmonize, it's the cutest and best thing it's it's incredible yeah but i went back and i've been listening probably since that have come out still saved in my like spotify feed i still listen to all of the never-ending story soundtrack because it was made by it was made by like some uh legendary producers i'm trying to think who it was i can't totally remember who it is off the top of my head but that's um, cool but anyways never-ending story that's what i think about a lot oh 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 yeah uh, Giorgio uh, Moroder. Moroder. Okay, you know, cool. The, yeah, the legendary synth synth, the uh, synth pioneer. Yeah. So I've been checking that out. Anyways, that sounds cool. Falcor. Yeah. Playing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, those are cool. We might have to check out the, the 80s BBC live action. There you go. Um, apparently it's better than the 2006 movie, he says, which is trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Trash can fire. Yeah, sorry. Trash can fire. Yes. Um, All right, okay. let's... Let's SNL. dive into SNL if you're ready. Yeah, yeah, totally. So we have uh, underrated, uh, underrated. Yeah, Chris Parnell. That's another. Yeah, that's a good one. We talked about him the other day on our, uh, on our. We did uh, Instagram live and we were talking about uh, Lazy Sunday and he's uh, he's in there. So like that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't go too far back with SNL. Um, you know, just just uh, you know, I haven't watched too many of the '80s and '70s and that kind of stuff. I'm mostly like mid '90s and on. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's so many good ones. I would probably say off the top of my head, my favorite, um, underrated person is Horatio Sands, um, uh, from, you know, from the feral years, from the, you know, Jimmy Fallon times and stuff like that. Him and him and Fallon would be in a lot of sketches together and, you know, he would be the culprit of making, making Jimmy break and stuff. But Horatio is just so, just so funny and so jolly and, um, uh, you know, he was just always, I feel like he was just cracking everybody up and just kind of didn't, didn't really care as much. You know, he just didn't seem like, I don't know. It wasn't like 
he was just always keeping things light. I mean, it's a comedy show, so come on. I guess they all are, but I think he was just a little bit underrated. You know, he wasn't necessarily the star of really any sketches. He was always kind of like the side character who was really over the top or, you know, kind of, I don't know, playing specific characters and stuff like that. So that, that's what I would say for like, at least from the 90s era of like when I was watching when I was in like middle school and high school and stuff. Uh, what, what do you think? Do you have any, do you have any come to mind immediately for most underrated? Right off the bat, what I've always thought um, is Molly Shannon. Mm. Molly Shannon, but at the yeah. time, Molly Shannon ruled this uh, most of the screen. But like, she's a little bit like we still weren't. We dove in when we dove in like freshman year of college, pretty deep, like pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, maybe so like, like two thousand four, two thousand three. Yeah. What I'm talking about underrated more in like when people think of SNL, like she is quite literally a superstar. Well, like I, yeah, movie, I think like, she's gotten a lot she, bigger since then. So, but I think at the time she wasn't quite. I mean, that's how SNL works. Is like, yeah, you you become a lot bigger after you leave and go on to star in movies and stuff. But I feel like at the time she was kind of more underrated and was maybe, um, you know, I don't know. But I yeah, don't the think, superstar no, thing she was should big. be bigger now. She should be. Mm, yeah, she's got all the chops. Anyways, I'm down with I'm down. Molly Sherry O'Terry, uh, another person I was thinking about, uh, Rachel Dratch. Yes. Rachel Dratch, and especially now, you see Rachel Dratch is like in everybody, anybody who gets a sitcom, they're like, okay, guess who we're going to get all the time? Rachel Dratch. But it's like, no, Rachel Dratch should be the leading person. She came back and was in a recent episode. I, I forget who yeah, was. She, was it Tina Hosting the, or something? She did or? the Debbie Downer. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's back there every now and then. So that's fun. Um, and then as far as current people who are underrated, um, you know, I'm a I'm a really big fan of Melissa Villasenor. Um, you know, she's definitely down on the totem pole right now on, on the show right now. She's kind of just in there for her impressions. But, you know, I follow oh, her. Oh, yeah. I, you are in her corner. You've been I in her corner I follow her on since. Instagram and, and follow her online. And she does a podcast like slash YouTube show. And I, she's just so naturally funny. And I think her stand-up's really good. And, you know, I don't know if she'll have necessarily the career trajectory that most hope for with SNL. But she's going to do some really great things. Great singing voice. Um, so I think she's just kind of a different kind of performer, and that's why she doesn't maybe make it on to a whole bunch of things. But I really like her a lot, and, and hopefully she continues to grow on the show instead of leave or something like that. So I'd go with her. And we saw her. She was on Warp Tour when we were on Warp oh, yeah, Tour yeah, 2015. Yeah, right. They did a Warp Tour comedy tent, and she was on there, and yeah. all the comedians despised it. It was like <laughs> it was just where kids who were done seeing Black Veil Brides were too hot and they wanted to go the only place that had a tent. <laughs> yeah, it was a chill out tent. A chill out um, tent. So who's yours? Um, who's your Wait, I forgot for one right more now? person. One more person came to mind while we while I was going on like that. What would you say Molly Sherry uh Dredge. what's Anna's last name? Anna Gasmeyer. Gasteyer. Yeah, Gasmeyer. Um what's that era? I'd say this it's like mid nineties. It's like ninety four to ninety seven ish. So or this nine- is kind of before that. Now, I'm a huge Norm Macdonald fan. I love Norm Macdonald. Oh yeah, same. Would you say Norm Macdonald is an underrated SNL person? Yeah, I think so. He got he did um, he was the host of Weekend Update and then was like fired from Weekend Update, but I still think he remained on the show. And so you don't see that happen very often. So yeah, I, I don't think he was necessarily known for doing too much. I mean, other than doing uh, you know he was on Jeopardy right as uh, as uh, what's his face with the big sombrero and stuff with the mustache. What's his name? Burt Reynolds. You always play. You always play Burt Reynolds on uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Um, so that was funny. But I can't like think of him being any in any other sketches too much. Like I think he was kind of like a writer and was meant to do Weekend Update, and then he got fired from that. And it was kind of like, okay, that's it for him, for Norm. Yeah. 
Well, you like um, I like I like I lo- I'm loving Chloe Fineman. I think yes. she's fantastic. Yeah, she's gonna be huge. Uh, but so she's maybe she's not up. underrated because she's just not there. She just just started, she's just young. You know? Yeah, she's just in her second year, so she's just getting going. Yeah, those are some good ones. Watch SNL. We got new ones coming up uh, a couple weeks. Uh, there's three new ones in a row here coming up in uh, March and April. So check out those. Thank you, Travis, for the call and for uh, you know hitting hitting all our spots on this one. That was, <laughs> we talked that was for awesome. ten hours on Travis's yeah, call. Yeah, that was a good one. Hi, my name is Annabelle, and I'm from Greensburg, Pennsylvania. And my favorite mythic, my two favorite mythical creatures are unicorns and narwhals. And those are the theme that, that were at my birthday party. And only one of those aren't mythical, but I like to pretend that they are. Bye. Annabelle. Annabelle, good, welcome good back buy. to the pretty, podcast. Pretty good bye on there. Could have, could have had a few more seconds of uh, bye, but... Uh, you know, Annabelle's an old pro. You know, she's just uh, she's kind of over that part of calling in. She's been on four or five shows already. Annabelle, when you say goodbye, you gotta say bye for like twenty seconds. Bye. <laughs> yeah, hold it out. We won't cut you off. Annabelle, you had a unicorn and narwhal birthday party. That's quite the combo. I have so many things to say, Neil, but you take the lead. Let's go. Well, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say you were telling me about narwhals recently. Uh, you know, again, you've been been learning about animals more and more with uh, with your young ones there, and um, you know, watching nature documentaries and reading the books and all that. And you recently learned a lot more about narwhals. So why don't you take us to school here, Brian? Uh, okay. Educate us on the narwhal because, as Anna, Annabelle said, they're for real. Yeah, Annabelle knows one's within the mythical world and one is real. Um, you know, if you watch the Arctic Seas version of our planet. We've been watching nature, nature documentaries like cra- like gangbusters, Neil. Gangbusters. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and Daniel Tiger took a backseat to real live animals that attack each other. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to beat that. Okay, so um, narwhals are these little whale-type creatures that are super shy. They like to be around nobody at all. That's why people think, and that's where people say that the unicorn myth kind of comes from. And their horn is actually like a like a overgrown tooth crazy so it's not actually a horn it's like a tooth and so they they sit very close to like the ice and they wait for it to melt so they can like these when it melts and these little pathways come open they can be the first people in so they can get right up towards shore and kind of hide in these pockets because they're really shy anyways they're adorable and they're cute and they have a good kind of like seal swim and flow but um i will okay here's what i want to talk about so my one of my favorite kids' books, so when you have a kid, you start reading all these kids' books, and there's this kid book called Not Quite Narwhal, and it's about this little unicorn who's born under the sea with a bunch of narwhals, but it has like a, but it's a unicorn that has like a little like a underwater globe thing it can, and it goes away one time, it like gets swept up because it can't swim really well, it doesn't really fit in with the narwhals, and it goes and meets all of these unicorns and he goes like land narwhals and they're like no we're unicorns and they teach him about being (laughs) a unicorn and oh the unicorn's name is kelp it's so cute we talk about kelp all the time anyways so you know this narwhal this little uh unicorn kelp is wants to go back does does he does does kelp want to be a sea unicorn with the narwhals or a land narwhal with the unicorns and then goes back and swims back and is nervous to tell all the narwhal friends about the fact that 
he's a narwhal says no that he's a unicorn so like i'm telling the story terribly <laughs> we should have <laughs> travis tell the story <laughs> okay so then all the narwhals go we know you're a unicorn you're different that's totally fine and then oh kelp feels so much better and then he goes i don't want to have to choose between who I have to be and he goes maybe i don't have to and then the bat last scene is all then the narwhals come up to close to the to the beach and then the unicorns hang on the beach and they swim and and it was it's a big scene of them all playing together it's a beautiful book oh and i'm done thank you there we go there you go check out that book we'll have it six in the show minutes notes. later not quite narwhal but yeah narwhal unicorns of wonder fandabelle's read that book maybe that's uh part of the inspiration for her call today but i'm glad we got one person talking about narwhals here i, I wanted to make sure we hit that one you know especially with you your newfound knowledge of them and now everyone listening to this show we all know more about narwhals too and we're going to learn even more when we check out this book next time we're at the library um, right there. So, yeah, thanks, Annabelle, for making it on the show again. Keep on calling. You and BJ and, and Travis, I think, everyone's been on this show before. We, we have a set amount of listeners. We can uh, – they're just all calling in over and over because they like it so much. That's how it Keep goes. calling. <laughs> all right, next caller. Hi, my name is William. I live in Henderson, Nevada. I'm six years old. My favorite beast is a poison dragon. A poison dragon is known better as a hydra. A hydra has four heads, and it has a poison mist. And when it and don't touch and don't let the mist touch you, or otherwise it kills you. But it can heal you with a lovely song. I have books about hydras and stuff. Bye. All right, William there with the Hydra. All right. William. I hadn't even thought about that one. Did he say that the Hydra can also heal you with its lovely song? Yeah. That is, I had no idea about that. That is, I mean, I knew that Hydras, I, I didn't know they were, they were poisonous or they could heal you. That is a very interesting, uh, you know, feature set right there with the Hydra. I mean, I know Hydra from the animated Hercules movie. Oh, right? that's what I was thinking too. I was like, where yeah. did I Yeah. So I think, you know, that's I think a lot of people kind of know it from that. But yeah, it's certainly a proper mythical creature here. Now there's a poisonous mist? Is that yeah, what that's what I heard too? Yes. Yes. Oh, My wow, goodness. The Hydra. The, the Hydra is like a wow. Yeah. It's like a it's a giant beast. It's like a big dinosaur beast that has so many heads though. William so, uh, Williams is a Hydra expert, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean he's got the books, as he said. So yeah, it just kind of looks like a yeah, it looks like a sort of brontosaurus dinosaur, but it's got it's got at least you know, it's got three heads. Some of the pictures have had four or five. So yeah, and in Hercules they cut off a head and then it just grows right back. So I think that's like another thing it can do is like regenerate its, its body parts and stuff. So how does Hercules I like a Hydra. take down the Hydra? I don't know. I guess you got to get him in his heart or something like that. I can't remember exactly how it works in the movie, but or maybe they just throw him off a cliff or something like that into the ocean. Sounds or... not nice, Hercules. I mean, if they're terrorizing the city, you got to get rid of this thing. It's it's a pest like you've never seen before. But I'm I'm intrigued by the healing. I mean, I guess that makes sense because it can reheal itself, right? Again, if it loses a head, it can regenerate that. So I guess it makes sense that it can also you know regenerate or or have healing powers for things outside of itself too. So that's very cool. And and like I said, I love that. You know that our callers are are, are are schooling us on this. You know, William just oh, dropped some knowledge okay. here about the Hydra. I, 
I think is Henderson Nevada. Henderson is right outside of Vegas, right? Yeah, last exit before Vegas. Get your gasoline, and uh, I always remember Henderson because the Chipotle line is like forty-five minutes long. <laughs> but okay, I'm saying to William, okay, William, you live right by Vegas. You gotta start writing like a Hydra musical. Start like Ooh. a Hydra themed puppet band because you're right in Vegas. There, it's gonna be huge. I can tell. Yeah, each of the heads can have like a different voice and they can harmonize together and stuff. Like, I think that would be cool. Oh, incredible. William, thank you so much for calling. <laughs> Hi. Oh, that's my kid crying in the background. This is Olivia from New Jersey. And my favorite mythical creature is the New Jersey devil. Legend has it that Mother Leaves was pregnant with her 13th child and she cursed it that it would be the devil. And now, apparently, the Jersey devil goes flying through the Pine Barrens and like, sucking the blood out of goats like the chupacabra and it's my favorite because it's a jersey legend and i'm from new jersey thanks guys oh, 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 oh. oh my god that's so dark that's so dark i like it it sucks the life out of everything okay bye, bye. Yeah, what's up bye. olivia what's up new jersey oh my gosh the jersey devil this is uh this is something i've just heard about and obviously the the nhl hockey team is, is sort of probably named after this legend wait that's right? where it gets its name i think so the jersey devils right like that's the name of their hockey team and i feel like it comes from this lore wow <laughs> i thought that they got like traded from somewhere that's warm or something you know how like you know like that's why they have the los angeles lakers it's like there's no lakes in los angeles it came from minnesota so oh, the, Wiki the wikipedia says it's said to inhabit the pine barrens of south jersey that's that's what she said the creature is often described as a flying biped with hooves biped means like two feet so it, yeah, so it looks like a. It says the common description is that of a bipedal kangaroo-like creature with a horse or goat-like head and leathery bat or uh, like wings. So yeah, it's like sort of like a kangaroo with big bat wings and like a goat head. Really trippy looking thing here. Go Google it if if you want to have nightmares. No, don't do it. Don't do it. No <laughs> I nightmares. I said if. I said if. Some people like that kind of stuff. You guys, just think about the New Jersey Devils. Think about the greatest goalie <laughs> in the NHL history. My brother Jeffy's hero besides Patrick Waugh is Martin Brodeur. Just think mm. about it. Just think. Just have safe, safe, happy things in there. That's right. Yeah. That's. Uh, but yeah, the Jersey Devil. We like a. We love a regional, a regional beast, right? Wait. Something so it flies. It's like a I flying so. goat. Yeah, exactly. It's like a flying goat that has like long legs too that can like walk on. Uh, yeah, this thing is 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 like a mythical creature, like we're saying, where it's sort of a mix of multiple multiple things here. Um, so, but almost like newer. I mean, like New Jersey's been around for how long is this? I don't know. United States. But then, I mean, you look at, I just Googled the Jersey Devil mascot, like for the hockey team, and they're just going with the devil, like, you know, like the, like the, de yeah, not like the goat thing, the devil down below, the red devil. Um, 1909. Like their logo too. Okay. Yeah. So they've, they've gone a different way with it for like their mascot. You know, he's the more of a horned devil with like a goatee and a mustache and stuff. He looks like a person with a red face. So they didn't, you know, they didn't go with the beast uh, for, for their mascot, but I think they could in the future potentially. Probably less marketable. Olivia, um, regardless of your crying children, they probably were scared because you're telling them about the New Jersey Devil. Yeah, they started crying when you started telling the lore and the story of the devil that's coming to, to haunt them and looking at your saying, windows. you're saying, quiet kids, I got to call into the Cuckoo Kangaroo podcast. Yeah, this is more important. <laughs> Olivia, uh, thanks for calling in, New Jersey. All right, last caller. 
Hey there, Neil and Brian. This is Cynthia from Portland, Oregon, the land of Bigfoot. My son's favorite mythical creature is more of what we call a cryptid creature. It's the Fresno Nightcrawler. Apparently, some guy named Jose in Fresno, California, caught on his security camera a pair of white pajama pants floating in his yard, and it has kind of a little rounded head on top of the pants. Um, you can see the footage on YouTube if you search for it. Supposedly, the video is real. I don't know. Seems a little fishy, but it's a good one. So keep an eye out there for some floating pajama pants. Oh, okay. Another regional, you know, creepy, creepy creature here. That's what's sort of up. What's up, Cynthia? Some... So you, wait, Cynthia, you don't like Bigfoot? You're not going Bigfoot? <laughs> I guess I, Cynthia's going, going for somewhere, somewhere we haven't heard before. Yeah, yeah. No, this is good. You know, Bigfoot's got like TV shows dedicated to him and stuff like that. Bigfoot is well documented. I've never heard of the Fresno Nightcrawler, and this thing is. Neil, I'm nervous. I don't even like to. I don't like to Google this stuff. This is gonna haunt my. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight, Neil. This is a good one because it's not like necessarily scary to look look at because it's so like vague. But it is very creepy in that kind of way. It's like grainy footage, you know, and it's like, uh, yeah, it just looks like a kind of a yellow, a white blob, you know, and it just kind of does look like. Should a I ghost. look it up? Is it going to yeah, freak me you, out? No, this one's not too freaky. I haven't. Looked I could at the look video. at grainy footage of you, Neil, and I would uh, cry. So uh, yeah, yeah. So it's really just like yeah, like oh, a it two does look like pants. It's just like a two-legged white ghost, and and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. So yeah, the Fresno Nightcrawler. Um, very scary, you know, just the stuff that, uh, you know, you, you tell the spook, spook somebody about where they are. And again, a regional thing. We like that, right? We went from uh, New Jersey all the way across the country, the Pacific Northwest and their beautiful forests. Both there these are, are some forest really dwellers. cute, Neil, there's some really cute plush oh. ones that you can get on Etsy. I love that. I love that. Represent the area with, did uh, we play Fresno lore. Cali? We did, yeah. That's where Strummers is, I believe. Oh, we played right. Strummers right there. So, Fresno. West yeah. Coast, what's up? What's up, what's up? Yeah, that's great. Appreciate that call and, and teaching us about uh, about the cryptid, a cryptid creature. That's an interesting one there. And, uh, yeah, check that one out. I am, I am, oh, the pajama <laughs> pants thing, you know, even like in <laughs> Onward in that movie, like it's like oh, yeah. the dad, just the pants. That kind of does it does spook me a little bit, you know what I mean? That would that would mess me up. I'd rather just see a whole person. I'd be, oh, oh. Yeah. Pants. You like you like a whole body to be walking around there, please. Yeah. Um cool. There you go. That's uh that's mythical creatures. Thank you everybody for calling in with those. We got some good ones there. Covered some good ground. Nobody talked about uh Loch Ness. We did though. We did. That's our favorite. Neil, um, we had half kids, half adults, young hey. people, old people. Half new callers, half past callers. What a great Perfect. show! And what it's a great not mix. done yet. Yeah, we're still we're still going on. But yes, uh, we got to talk about next episode. Uh, right. What we're going to get into, and uh, we want to talk about uh, celebrities, and uh, specifically like meeting celebrities or encountering them in the wild, uh, much like the New Jersey Devil. Um, so we want uh, we want to know what is your most memorable in person encounter with a celebrity. 
Give us a call 612-424-0036 and leave a voicemail. Have you ever met a celebrity? Did you see one at Wendy's? Um, did you um, get the VIP package to meet one before a show like the Jonas Brothers or something like that? Tell us about the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, tell us about that. Um, did you used to nanny for um, Jason Schwimmer or something like that? Um, is, that, I, is, that, is that his name? Sorry, who's who's Ross and Friends? Who's he? He's uh, someone. No, oh, I thought you were talking. What's the guy who's in all the? Who used to be the drummer for Phantom Planet and then oh, became yeah. an actor? Yeah, I know him. Rushmore. He, yeah, he's in Rushmore and all the in all the uh, movies. Yeah, who's like Ross? That. Who's Ross from Friends? Who's Ross? I think that's oh David Schwimmer. Sorry. David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. My bad. Wrong sh- Schwimmer, you guys. Um, but yeah, who they can be a it doesn't have to be a mega celebrity. It can even be like you know someone that uh, you know plays for your minor league baseball team or something like that. Like just whoever it is, a celebrity to you. We want to hear the story. We want you to tell the tale of when you met them and uh, what the what the circumstances were like because that can be a fun thing. It's exciting to meet people that you know from something else. Oh, they're real people who get their coffee just like I do or whatever. So. That's Neil, what I met uh, I met Kent Herbeck. Ho oh, oh, ho! Wow, that legendary, is legendary. Uh, Everybody knows who he is. Well, of you don't course. even have to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I won't say it. I won't Just say leave it, it there. Yeah. Um, People yeah. call in. Give us a call. call. In. All these kids we're expecting to hear from Annabelle and all the all the repeat callers like Wendy and stuff. Six one two four two four zero zero three six. What is your most memorable in person encounter with a celebrity? Let us know, and you can be on our show next time. Cool. All right. Next segment, we are going to tell you about stuff we like. It's recommendations. All right, Brian, I want to hear what you're recommending this week. Last uh, last episode, we recommended some apps, some games. Um, but what do we got? What you got for us? Why don't you get us I'm started going first. here? I'm going first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let you go first here because, uh, I just can't wait any longer to hear about what you, what you're going to talk about. Okay. I'm recommending the card game just with normal playing cards. It's called garbage garbage. Okay. Now I, I played this game a lot. This game is good for old people, middle of the road, people, young people, kids. I played this game a lot. Remember when I had to work after we, um, we lost. We spent all our money going on the Yo Gabba Gabba tour, and we had to go get real jobs again. Yeah, it wasn't um, a financially good decision. Was it was. It was bad. fun as heck, but it was not uh, not financially. Uh, maybe that's because we we uh, bought a van and shouldn't have done that. But we whatever. didn't make any money. Yeah, and then yeah. I had, and I worked for the YMCA doing before and after care. So like you do before school and after mm-hmm. school. But we played Lego. I was in charge of Lego Club. And then we played garbage a lot. So the reason this game came back into my life recently is that uh, my mom, who works in school, and my grandma, who's 92, both of them got vaccinated. So they were going to hang out and see each other. And so my mom was she was she was over hanging out with us and um, and uh, she we had to refresh on the rules. And so to go play with grandma and they played for like three hours. But then. My three and a half year old and myself, we've been playing garbage a ton. So you just shuffle the deck and how two to whatever, four people play. Everybody gets 10 cards face down. And no, um, the first person draws an ace is one and a 10 is a 10. A king is wild and jacks and queens. Those are garbage. Mm. So you just grab the card and you flip them over and you like try to replace it and you try to fill your one through 10. 
before anybody else and you win and it's great for counting and it's kind of a good game you can talk through check out the rules that's what i'm saying it's called garbage have you played neil uh, i have not i haven't played a lot of these games but i'm sure you could show me sometime um this is cool though i thought you meant like it was a game you buy but no you just any any deck of cards just get 52 cards and uh and go at it so yeah you don't even need to buy anything this is just a game you can play with a standard deck of cards that's cool yep i have i mean my family's a card game family Totally. Big, big, big time. Euchre, nerds, solitaire on ourselves all the time. But um, anyways, this one hasn't really entered the the pantheon of our crew. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I thought it was fun, and I thought it was like it was one. If if a, if a three-and-a-half-year-old can kind of get it, then I bet like all of our listeners totally can get it. So what yeah. you got, Neil? What you got for recommendations? Nice, yeah. Check out, uh, yeah. Go play that game. Okay, my uh, my recommendation is a uh, is a treat. It's an ice cream treat, Brian. Um, it is called Yasso. Okay, Yasso is like an ice cream bar, um, but it is Greek yogurt um, instead of uh, Yasso, or excuse me, instead of just like straight up ice cream. So. Yeah, it's just like, you know, like a like a like a wood stick with uh, you know, it's kind of one of those uh one of those uh, you know in the frozen section of your uh, local grocer um that, you know. So it's really good, you know, it's kind of like healthy ice cream in a way, only 100 calories each of these things and uh, they got 18 yes was the name of the brand. Um, you know, they have uh, they have like 18 different flavors. So there's so many uh, flavors, and they taste really good, and it's a little bit better for you, I think, than uh, just a standard ice cream bar or something like that. So, uh, yeah, it's the Greek yogurts. I really like the fudge brownie flavor. Um, Ooh, Neil, also, this, Neil uh, this looks so good. Yeah, they also have, like, ice cream sandwiches, and they've kind of expanded to other kinds of products now um but i believe their first ones were the were just the yogurt bars um which are just fantastic cookies and cream is really good uh mint chocolate chip is really good but yeah they have they have uh like dipped bars now chocolate dip bars and sandwiches and uh other little things so they're expanding because i think they're really good we have them in minnesota here in target uh you can just get them there so yeah go online and search yasso and see where you can get yours because, you know, some people like a, like a nice uh, cold uh, dessert-type treat, but uh, eating ice cream every day might not be so good for us. So, you know, you can get in a little bit on the 100-calorie Yasso, gluten-free, I believe they are, and stuff. Really delicious Greek yogurt bars. Check them out in your frozen food section. Well, Neil, anybody that knows that rolls on tour with us <laughs> is that, you know, we finish a show sometimes, we're either looking for pizza or we're looking for ice cream, and we yep. go on the hunt. That's Sometimes right. it's like, hey, we're going to drive through the night six more hours to the next place, and we're going <laughs> to arrive at 2 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. But you know it would be great if we all had some ice cream in our body. There you go. So two recommendations for you. One card game, one ice cream treat. Go check them both out. Uh, speaking of games, Brian, we got to play one right here on Ooh. the show. That's a transition right there. Let's uh, let's jump in. You ha- you have prepared a game for me. You have prepared a game to quiz me. Uh, what what do you have for us this week, Neil? I get slightly giddy about making these little quizzes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I can see why. You know, when quarantine first just uh, popped up a whole year ago, everybody was like, "Let's do trivia on Zoom every day forever." Because <laughs> yeah. It is fun. It is fun when you can think about some stuff. Okay. Yeah. So this game came to my mind when I was researching for 10 minutes about 
mythical creatures and they were like hey they aren't pop culture things when my whole list was pop culture things right yeah i was like groot yoda stitch puff all these people right Mm -hmm. um so i'm going to say the name and i was texting you a little bit to see what movies you have and haven't seen yeah some of these movies you have seen some you haven't okay okay so five questions i'm gonna give you five pop culture mythical creature movie name so it's their name in the movie and then i'm gonna give you three options of what it could be and then you pick what you think creature that name is okay sounds good what's the first one jacob black oh okay okay here's the three things centaur vampire or werewolf wow and this is from a movie or something um interesting Hmm, hmm, hmm. I know like Sirius Black from the Harry Potter stuff, right? But this is not that. Or maybe this is his real name, Jacob Black. Um, Centaur, what were the selections? Vampire or werewolf? I'm going to guess werewolf. Is this a werewolf thing? Is like you a werewolf thing? You are correct, thing? Neil. All right. From, okay, do you remember from Twilight, Team Edward, Team oh, Jacob? Oh, okay. Yeah. Jacob is the werewolf. You, you got, got that right. You got that right. Yeah, what's his name? Taylor, Taylor somebody? Taylor, is it Lautner? Yes, yes. Former guessing. SNL host right there. Oh, yeah. I think and he did Spy it once. <laughs> Okay, second one here. Spy All right, kid. you might know this, maybe. But Dobby. Is Dobby a hobbit, house elf, or muggle? Dobby is a house elf. Yeah. Yes. I do. I've, I've not read. I've read the first, like, two Harry Potter books, and I've seen most of the movies. So, yeah, I know enough Harry Potter to know that Dobby is a house elf. Um, we didn't talk uh, about Harry and the Potters on the last podcast, so we should up the we ante. we got to get him in here. Do they have a Dobby song? I don't know. They, I can't remember. They have a song that is around Dobby. They have that song called Spew. You know where they make the yes. audience go, Spew! Yes. That is That's- a Spew is the, I can't remember the name, but it's the organization that Hermione created to help free the house elves got it yes do you wanna set the house, the house elves, elves free, free. yeah <laughs> yeah i, get I gotta it listen to them some more okay here's yeah. the next one okay tree beard okay tree beard is tree beard oh. an ent a tree octopus or an orc <laughs> i have no ideas what those are i think i know i think an or I, I know what an orc is orc is lord of the rings like big bad guy like like soldier things but Tree beard is the name of the thing. Tree beard. Tree beard. Um, what was the second one? Something tree. Ent. Tree octopus or an orc. Oh man, I'll guess ent, but I have no idea what that is. You are correct, Neil. Yes, three sometimes, three. sometimes you just gotta guess. Okay, tree beard is my favorite character from Lord of the Rings. They oh. are tree shepherds, so they like move really slow and they're big, and they 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 take care of the trees basically. So, wow, shepherd right there. I love it. A tree octopus is a fake thing that is online that people kind of use to be like, just because it's on, like, I think a lot of people use, like, just because it's online, it has a Wikipedia page, it doesn't mean it's real. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, number four. Number four, Ariel. Serpent, mermaid, or sea witch? I mean, unless unless you're switching it up on me, I believe Ariel's the mermaid. You are correct. You are correct. Could have been a trick. Ball, Could have been a trick, one in case trick the other question messed there. You up. <laughs> but you're four for four, Neil. Nice. I'm rolling right now. Can I, can I can I get the clean sweep? We'll see here. No pressure. No pressure. 
Okay, number five, Fluffy. Is Fluffy a basilisk, griffin, or three-headed dog? I know this one too. Three-headed dog. Oh. That's uh, that's uh, uh, what's his name uh, from uh, uh, Hagrid. Hagrid's uh, Hagrid's pet, right? Neil, you did an you did an epic job. You did an epic job. Thank I you. honestly did not expect you to retain that much much information from Harry Potter. Yeah, I did pretty good on those. The only one I really didn't know was the unt, the ent one or whatever. Yeah, yeah the ent. That was a true guess. I really didn't know that one, but I got lucky. Five um, for five, Neil. I'm proud of you. But yeah, I know about Hagrid uh, enough, and uh, and uh, we got to get to we got to get back to Orlando because uh, Universal Studios has opened a new Hagrid roller coaster where you get to meet Fluffy and all of his creatures. Um, that's like part of the roller coaster is like slows down and then you get to like go buy a bunch of big creatures and stuff um, throughout the ride. So I really want to ride that one. Neil, you, let's you sing the Hagrid meet. song together. <laughs> okay, ready? Hagrid is fun to hug. Oh, yeah. Hagrid is full, full of hug. Loved. Just don't get stuck, stuck in, in Hagrid's, Hagrid's beard. beard. Ah! That's it. That's just an easy little jingle right one, there. One, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they sing it again. Harry and the Fathers, you guys. Check them out. We love Gosh. them. We've got to do more shows with them. Gosh, Nice. Really good, good game. Thanks for putting the game together, Brian. I got Next episode, i got to do one for you because this is getting a little lopsided here. I need to Why? You. It's the only thing I can do. It's the only thing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I can do. We'll, we'll figure something out. Maybe we'll do. We'll quiz the audience or something. I don't know. Um, all right. One all right. more segment. Yeah, let's go. keep this rolling. It's called New with Coup. Neil, lots is new with Koo, and lots is going to be new with Koo for like two years. Yeah, we tried to we tried to tease this last episode. What was coming coming soon? All right, guys, the rudder in our empty ocean of the pandemic. We had nothing going on. We were like, we can't do shout out videos forever. We need to make a new record. So we made a new record. We tried some new things. Um, we have Neil Z, who has produced all of our songs for like 10 years and we're like z we're gonna try something new went with Laserbeak, who produced probably the the underground lizzo record now but it's called lizzo bangers and he's worked on a lot of other projects in town doom tree he's just uh he's a great person but we made a new record called slow clap neil and we announced it that's right. It's out there. You can uh, you can pre-order it now on our merch store website, and uh, we got lots of really cool collectibles that are um, you know limited edition. A lot of them. You know, we're only going to make a hundred of them, and so you got to go over there and uh, pre-order the album, and uh, we'll send. We're making vinyl, so you can get a vinyl record and uh, you know a customized T-shirt. We got a poster. We have a pillowcase. You know, we got a puzzle. It's uh, we have some really, really fun stuff that you can only get if you pre-order the album. Uh, but hey, not everybody wants a physical album or stuff. So also, what would be cool is if you just went over to Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, and pre-save the album. That way, you'll get it as soon as it drops on uh, May 21st. But like Brian said, we're really excited about the album. We made it like a year ago. We started making it a long time ago. You know, pandemic kind of style. Pandemic happened, and so we just had to make it kind of over the internet, right? We were just sending each other files and talking on Zoom all the time, and uh, it was really fun to work with Laserbeak. He's a he's a he's a great guy and uh, makes great beats. So the beats are going to sound a little bit different, but it's all the same uh, ridiculous cuckoo kangaroo energy that you're uh, expecting but something a little bit different for you so we got that and uh, the first single is out now sticky icky and video uh, 
video and single. And uh, wow, and a dance along video is out on Tuesday. The day soon. after this launches. That's right. So you will be able to see two Sticky Icky videos very, very soon, um, if not already. So go check all that out. And, yeah, between now and uh, the release, we're going to be putting out uh, videos and new songs. And then even after the release, we got a lot. So we've been making videos uh, behind the scenes for months and months now. So we're ready to go for, for right now when it's time to launch. Very, very fun to be on top of things. <laughs> Love it. I'm excited. Yeah, and then uh, also we want you to follow us on TikTok. We are uh, we are trying to get more thirteen year olds into our band, and uh, so we're on TikTok and uh, trying to make some fun videos, trying to make you laugh, trying to do some dance moves, and uh, we don't really know what we're doing, but we're trying to learn the ropes anyway. So follow us at TikTok. Our username is Cuckoo Kangaroo Party over there and uh, you can follow us and uh, if you know about tiktok and how to make videos please send us an email or a message or something because we need help all right we need uh we need the the help of the youth help of the more in touch people <laughs> to tell youth. us what to do uh on tiktok because we want to be cool we want to be relevant you know and we, we need to do that over there on on uh, on tiktok now so it's we- called tiki talkie come on get it right okay yes yes it's what the kids call that. it that's right uh so yeah follow us over there it'll be fun um, Arthur does it for the show. We did it. We made it to the end. We had a good time talking to each other. We Wait, there's about- one more thing new with Koo, oh, Neil. Oh, what is it? What is it? Your bike. No, Neil. I bought sunflower seeds. Oh. But not to eat, to oh. grow, Neil. I'm going to grow sun- some sunflowers. I'm going to I'm gonna harvest the seeds. I'm going to dry them out. I'm going to salt them up all nice, and I'm going to give some to you. Wow, yeah, that's the thing is you you have the seeds to grow so that then they will sprout more seeds than to eat. It's going to be yummy. Yum. Yeah, I like I like those. Just salt them up for me and I'll put them in my mouth. It'll be I good. Know you love them. That's All nice. Right. I, had, I, had to, I just had to. I had to tell everybody. I had to tell everybody the world. I understand. It's big big breaking news. All right, we're uh, at the end. We're at the end. Appreciate everybody for listening. Remember, the next episode is all about uh, meeting celebrities. So uh, give us a call and tell us what is your most memorable uh, in-person encounter with a celebrity. Uh, the number is 612-424-0036. Anybody can call, no matter how old or young or silly you are. Just give us a call anyway. We want to say thank you to Neil Z for making this theme song. And uh, when we post um, the episode every week, our friend Matthew, a.k.a. Wampa Stompa, makes some great art for us. So shout out to him for uh, popping out the artwork on a quick moment's notice every single week. Shout out to, shout out to you. All right. We did it, Brian. I had a great time talking to you. It was good to catch up. I'm excited to see your bike. And um, I won't be able to knock it over um, because it has a kickstand. It will never fall over, ever. <laughs> it's going to fall. It's All right, well, fall. we'll do this again in uh, two weeks. So uh, that, that, that'll be the next time we do this. So I'll just store up all my uh, all my talking points and all my banter until then. It'll be a good time. I can't wait. Neil, let's talk soon. All right, bye, Brian. Bye, buddy. <laughs>